0: Welcome back, and thank you again for listening. This is the third episode of All Things A to Z. Um, Today I speak a little bit about what it means to be held accountable for the actions of others. You know, being held accountable for the actions of your team, you know, i.e. being a leader, right? Responsibility equals accountability equals ownership. And a sense of ownership is the most powerful weapon a team or organization can have, and that quotes directly from Pat Summit. And if, for those of you who don't know who Pat Summit is, she's one of the best women's basketball coaches of all time. I mean, there's tons and tons of history about her. So just give her a quick Google if you're interested. But so again, you know, we're here to talk about accountability and the accountability portion of leadership. Uh, my leadership episodes are going to be a couple parts here. You know, there, there's so many different things about leadership and so many different things that people look at and I just kind of wanted to share some light on those. Um, leadership is something that's important to me. It's, it's something that I, I continue to grow at, um, becoming a good leader and just becoming a leader in general. Um, I think it's something that, you know, not a lot of people have the opportunity to pursue. And I think that's partly because you might not have had the best leaders or, you know, you might not know which direction to take. Um, So hopefully this episode will help you a little bit out with that. I'm going to talk a little bit about, you know, a book that I've been reading and all that good stuff, too, uh, that has to deal with leadership. Um, So we'll go ahead and get into it. But, you know, the the actions of your team are going to affect the outcome of all of your tasks at hand. And, you know, throughout my life, you know, I've had the opportunity to have a couple different leadership positions, you know, whether it was sports, you know, track and field, football, basketball, whatever it might have been, you know, even work right now. You know, I've been going through um, a couple of the leadership programs there at Quicken Loans. Um, I've been through like three or four different classes that have been put together through them, through our own company um, that I've been a part of, and and the good thing about that is, you know, I'm getting an opportunity to see exactly what it's like, you know, firsthand at our company to become a leader, um, which is you know something that I look forward to pursuing um, in my career. So. You know, in, in these moments, you know, I've learned a few lessons about what an effective leader was all about. And as I, you know, really a lot of the learning um, is, is done by looking back on it for me. Because now that I'm looking back on it and seeing, you know, running those situations through my own mind and seeing what kind of leader I was and then learning about how to be an effective leader later in life, uh, you know, it, it also really taught me what not to do as a leader. Right, and recently I've been reading a book called Extreme Ownership, and if you haven't heard of it, it's by two retired Navy SEALs. Um, the authors are Leif Babin and Jocko Willink. Um, Jocko has a great podcast, if you guys are interested in podcasts, um, talk about motivation. Um, he's got a great cadence to his voice, he, come, he you know speaks in the microphone very clearly, um, has a lot of different things going on, but a great podcast as well. So, you know, as they narrate the book, they explain certain situations Uh, In Iraq and how the Navy SEAL training, you know, and obviously I'm going to do my best to avoid huge spoilers, but, you know, in the book, it's obviously, it's about training Navy SEALs and how their trainings translate to the professional world and how their leadership in the Navy SEALs helps other leaders, other managers, um, even everyday people just become better leaders and be more accountable. And, you know, just taking, taking extreme ownership uh, in your ability to grow as a person, and your in your ability to take ownership in your your own actions or the actions of your team, right? So, as they narrate the book, and now these retired Navy SEALs, they they like I said, they translate these learnings to other businesses and their leaders. They go around from corporation to corporation, and you know, really dig deep into what's going on. And they talk about you know some of the trainings that they went through in the Navy SEALs and how they translate it to. You know the professional world, the everyday working world, right? Helping people become better leaders, um, which I think is beneficial to everybody. Because, you know, I myself, I know other friends, family, um, other athletes that I've known throughout my time. You know, we you have bad coaches, you have bad leaders. Um, they're just you know they're they're not as effective, and it really affects the outcome of, you know, for example, your sports career, your work career, you know, your home life, you know, all these other different things. So, you know, as a person who has experienced, you know, bad leadership and good leadership, whether it was coaches, directors, um, and even a lot of people that I thought I had a lot of trust in personally, you know, there's always accountability has, you know, two sides of the coin, right? So, in the book, they they had an example of a higher level manager who was losing money in their part of the company, Um, and Jocko came to the meeting with the CEO and other high level managers and this high-level manager that was losing money, I mean, was just excuse after excuse after excuse as to why his team is not performing, um, and it turned out that the process that this high-level manager had put in place was actually slowing down production when it wasn't supposed to, right? But again, he there, there wasn't any ownership in his own decision-making. It was just blame the team, blame the team, blame the team. They're not working hard enough. They're not doing this. They're not doing that. So... You know, once Jocko came in there and Jocko and Leigh Bavin, the authors of the book, once they came into the, you know, the business and they sat down and, you know, they they talked to this manager and said, Hey man, like basically at the end of the day, you got to take a little bit of a look at yourself. You know, what are you doing to help implement, you know, any, you know, changes, any upgrades, you know, what have you put in place recently? What have you taken out of place? All this other stuff, Right. So obviously, you know, this, this is an example of poor accountability, you know, a person who's not taking responsibility for their actions of their team. And once that vice president, you know, really, it, it, you know, and as I'm listening to the book and, and reading it, you know, I, I have it on hard copy and audio book, and I, I've read it both ways, listen to it one way, read it the other way. And it is a, it, it is a fantastic book. And it really as a reader and as a listener, it made me really look at myself and, you know, I guess hold myself accountable to my own actions. And it just, you know, it just makes me constantly think about how my decisions are going to affect the people around me. But more importantly is, is this what an effective leader would do, right? If I'm working in a team situation and the benefit is really only to the leader, then what you know, what is really the point, right? The, the the point of the leader is not only to benefit themselves but to benefit their team, right? That's why you were put in that leadership position. You know, people look to you, they trust you to kind of, you know, point them in the right direction, right? And, you know, as time progresses, you know, those people underneath you are gonna express interest in leadership and you know, they will be evolving and they, they will be a product of your leadership, right? Obviously, you know, if if I'm a leader and, you know, I'm, I'm doing everything I can to be an effective leader throughout my time with the team, and then one of my team members tells me that, you know, they're thinking about leadership, you know, their leadership role and their philosophies and how they run their team will be a direct correlation of, of my leadership. And as somebody who works at Quicken Loans where you see, you know, a, a lot of, you know, turnover with directors and bankers and all this, all these other different parts of the company, but directors, especially, you know, you, you have a, you know, and I've been in that situation where I have had a director who, you know, was, was not the most effective, right? I mean, it seems like he would tell us one thing and then another thing would, you know, turn around and happen. Right. And, and then, you know, once I switched teams, I found out that, You know, the next leader that I was going to, you know, who I thought I, you know, just heard through the grapevine about, you know, all the production his team does, you know, all the, uh, you know, evolving that they do as bankers and all this good stuff. So I was really excited to go to this brand new team and come to find out, you know, I, you know, that was at a time in my career where I wasn't really, you know, producing the most and not really making a ton of money and not really seeing the success that, you know, a lot of my peers were seeing around me and, you know, it was tough. It's, it's tough on your mindset. It's, it's tough on you as a person. And even as a leader, it's tough to pull yourself out of that and, you know, show and keep representing those leadership qualities. But, you know, it's, that's part of being a leader is just taking things on the chin and moving forward, right? Life, life is just going to continuously throw adversity at you and being an effective leader is how you handle that adversity and keep pushing forward, right? So, you know, an in, in, in example, you know, in my own experience where I, there were times where I had to be held accountable for the actions of my team, right? I mean, in college, uh, I, it was my senior year. I was an, at an overnight track meet. And that Saturday night where I was gone, there was a party at our fraternity house, which, you know, obviously. So, but the school had actually shut it down. They came to our house, you know, told, their, the, told the party to evacuate, yada, yada, such and such. And so I get back to campus on, you know, Sunday, and I get a phone call from our advisor, and he wants me to come in and talk to basically the director of Greek Life, right? And, you know, for my fraternity brothers who are podcast listeners and listen to my podcast, you probably know exactly what party I'm talking about, Um But again, it's not a big deal, right? We're in college, you know, obviously this was almost five years ago now, so, um, which is also crazy to say out loud, but, you know, we'll, we'll save that discussion for another day. But at that time, I was the president of our fraternity, and like I said, that result of the party led me to talking to the director of Greek Life, and even though I was not there to actually enjoy the party, you know, I was still president at the time, and I had to be accountable for the actions of my fraternity brothers who were not precedent, right? They just threw the party and all that good stuff and it, and had a great time, and it is what it is. But, you know, and we ended – I don't even remember what it was now, but we ended up giving, getting some sort of punishment, you know, which classic, you know. <laughs> and But, uh, you know, at the same time, you know, it, it really taught me that no matter what, you know, it, no matter what part of a team you're on, whether you're the leader, whether you're, you know, you, you know, play – left bench or whatever, you know, and it, it doesn't matter. You know, you're all a team, your your actions are the same, your accountability is the same, your responsibility is the same. Your responsibility as a leader is to, again, take it on the chin, take the punishment, take the acceptance, and just keep moving forward. And I think that that's something that we forget about in a society. You know, and I talked about it in my first episode, that, that instant gratification of, you know, oh, I, I finally made it as a leader. I don't really have to do anything else to keep evolving that skill. When in actual reality, your your ability to become a leader has to continuously evolve, because everybody who is underneath you, or not my not underneath you. That's a that's a bad way of saying that. But somebody who is you know not a leader, right? They they work underneath you, or you know you're the you're the director. They're your employee. You're the manager. They're your employee. Whatever it may be, right? Those actions, you know, translate to what type of leader you're going to be, but what type of team you're going to run, right? I mean, as as somebody who, is, who has been a part of bad leadership and as somebody who, you know, is an athlete and likes to think, think of themselves as being very coachable, very open-minded, you know, open to new ways of learning and all that good stuff, when, when I see a leader who's not being effective and, you know, saying one thing and having another happen or me bringing up, you know, a situation that happened and I want to learn more from it or me seeking that coaching and you're not being an effective leader and reciprocating, you know, that knowledge or reciprocating, you know, your time and, you know, helping us grow, then that's not being an effective leader, right? Your your leadership journey doesn't start, I'm sorry, it doesn't stop when you get that promotion to director or you get that promotion to team captain or you get that promotion to, you know, um, you know, boyfriend, fiance, husband, right? There's, you know, there's accountability within all of that. And I think us as people, we need to hold our leaders to be more accountable because I think everybody in some stage of their life has had a bad leader or a bad coach and maybe not a bad coach, as in you weren't successful when it comes to winning, but a bad coach in you know developing you know your skill, showing you what it's like to lead a team, showing you what it's like to be you know the captain of the ship, and you know are we sailing in the right direction, right? And I and I think you know I think back about those times where you know I was a leader, you know when I was younger and in high school, and you know a captain of the track team my senior year, you know the throwers or whatever it may be, you know I didn't I didn't take it seriously. And I regret not taking this seriously because that's that's a you know and looking back on it now I can improve on it you know and all that good stuff hindsight's always twenty twenty right thankfully for that but you know at that time I wish I could go back and know the things that I know now and you know be a more effective leader and just in just overall you know just you know learn how to be an effective communicator and an effective coach and an effective teacher. And showing everybody around me that, you know, you can be successful. You just have to put your mind to it and you have to work at it, right? Nothing great ever came easy. And I'll say that till I'm blue in the face. You know, and again, it, it, we circle back to that instant gratification of the world is, oh, I got my promotion to leadership. You know, I got exactly what I wanted. Now, I, you know, you lose sight of what other people want. And that's not what an effective leader is. An effective leader is somebody that's going to... Keep pushing you to move forward, and keep pushing you to evolve as a person, evolve as a you know, evolve as a team member, evolve as an athlete. Again, whatever it may be, right? So, you know, and again, like, and you see it all the time, right? You see a professional sports team that's not performing to the expectation of its owners. You know, the first people they look at are you know the head coach and the general manager, right? If you're a fan of sports, you see that all the time. You know, especially with the Lions, right? We just Hired a brand new head coach, brand new GM. You know, we had a you know a couple years ago we did the exact same thing when we hired Matt Patricia and Bob Quinn, right? So we you know you just see the cycle of of leadership. You know, it's because not everybody's an effective leader, which is you know which is awesome because it gives you the opportunity to keep evolving that skill, right? I mean, and and as a leader, that's one thing that you know I like to hound on is your ability is always evolving. There's always ways to become a more effective communicator. There's always ways to become a more effective leader. There's always ways to be, you know, accountable for the actions of your team, right? You know, if I'm a director at Quicken Loans and my team's not producing, we're not, you know, helping American families refinance their home or purchase homes, whatever it may be, then, you know, I have to, I have to look internally on myself and, you know, what am I doing to help progress, my team and help them get better and help them practice their skill and hone their skill, right? It's not like LeBron James just picked up a basketball and shot one basket and was like, oh, yeah, I'm in the NBA, right? So, you know, it's holding yourself accountable and holding yourself to a higher standard, right? Which is again, you know, this is where you got to throw that instant gratification out of the window because at the end of the day, you know you're always evolving and i can't i can't hound on that enough because as a leader and somebody who is you know trying to pursue a director role at quicken loans and in the professional world you know even my own personal life right just trying to be more accountable on myself and hold myself to a higher standard uh which in my opinion is always a good thing it's always going to push you to push you to do more push you to do better and I think at the end of the day, that's, that's all we really want is to keep progressing and to keep getting better at the things we do on a daily basis, right? So to wrap up today's show, you know, I just want to, you know, I, I want to talk about, like I said, those things that I'm thankful for. And today I'm thankful for those, for the leadership opportunities that have been granted to me. More importantly, I'm thankful for the future opportunities that I will receive because I continuously work on evolving my leadership skills, I Continuously work on you know communicating effectively and being accountable for my own actions as well as the actions of others, right? Evolving a leader, evolving as a leader is just as important as becoming one, you know. But that's that's a whole conversation for another day. You know, a leader, a, a, you know, a director at Quicken Loans. You know, once I finally got a good director and around other good directors, you know, one of one a director told me a couple months ago that. Don't get so wrapped up in becoming a leader that you forget to enjoy the journey. And I think that rings, you know, even truer now, you know, just because of like that that instant gratification that we need as a society. You know, and I think I think something that people need to realize is being a great leader and becoming an effective leader and, you know, all the above a b c d and e, you know, it just t- it takes time. It's not something that's going to happen overnight. And that's something that I lose sight of too is, you know, you're, you, you don't get to do one thing right and then become a leader. You have to compound doing all of the right things to put yourself in a position to take advantage of that leadership role, right? You can be a leader on a team without having the, the role of director or team captain or coach or, you know, whatever it may be, right? You have to take it upon yourself and hold yourself accountable, into a higher standard and show those leadership qualities that you have, you know. And I think another thing that helps too is, you know, not a lot of people who want to be leaders express a verbal interest or you know express just some sort of interest in becoming a leader. Where when I went to Quicken Loans, you know, that was my that was my mission from the get go was to become a director right away. Right. So when that director told me, you know, don't get so wrapped up in being a leader that you forget to enjoy the journey you know, like, whoa, that kind of knocked, that kind of knocked me back a step and made me stumble. And it was like, whoa, like I've just been so focused on getting this one thing that I don't even know what I would do with it once I got my hands on it. Right. So it kind of made me step back and go, oh man, I, I, I need to hold myself accountable and work on X, Y, and Z before I can even think about becoming a leader. And or becoming, you know, a director at Quicken Loans or yada, yada, such and such. Right. You know, the good thing is, is I could still be a leader on my team, you know, run huddles, help, you know, help bankers, yada, yada, such and such. Um, and just enjoy it. You know, it's and, and, it, and it has been enjoyable. Right. And that's the thing. Being a leader it is obviously a serious thing, but it's supposed to be fun as well. Right. And I think something that you're passionate about and something that you want to keep moving forward with is always supposed to be fun. So, again, you know, I'm thankful for those leadership opportunities that I've been granted. You know, more importantly, those future opportunities that I will receive just, again, because I continuously work hard on what I'm doing. And I continue continuously evolve into a better leader, into a better person, a better man, fiance, friend um, family member, whatever it may be, you know, and again, if, if you, if you haven't read this book, Extreme Ownership by Leif Babin and Jocko Willink, I definitely recommend it. It's like $15 for the hardcover. Um, it's, it, it honestly is a great read. And for somebody who has just kind of started to get back into reading and evolving that skill, um, uh, you know, it's, it's a great first book to get back into reading with. Um, and I'm looking forward to t- talking about it a little more. So again, the, the leadership um, opportunities here, and the leadership portion of my podcast is going to be a couple different episodes. I kind of want to like dive in and go into a couple different, very specific things about leadership that I've been experiencing. Um, but of course, you know, if you have any suggestions, notes, um, you know, constructive criticism, all that good stuff. You know, again, you can find us on Instagram at All Things A to Z Pod. Um, the, the the direct message box is open to anybody. Again, that's on Instagram at the handle all things A to Z pod. Um, looking forward to seeing you guys for my next episode. Thank you so much for listening to this one, and I'll talk to you guys later. Thank you.